everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Paragon Sports Consulting Podcast. My name is Colby Drost. I'm the president and founder. Paragon Sports Consulting is a player advising firm helping players of the ages of 14 through 20 navigate their path to college hockey. Uh, today we have uh, Jake Bennett from the Kent School. Uh, he's the associate director of admissions and assistant coach of the hockey program. Uh, Jake is uh, coaching at Kent for the last couple seasons. Um, and obviously Kent uh, has a reputation for itself for academics as well as hockey. Um, obviously, Jake, we're really happy that you came on here today. Um, how's everything going with the, the school this year, especially with, uh, with everyone dealing with COVID? Yeah, it's it's been good. Thanks for having me on. It's great to talk about Kent and, and, and some hockey, obviously, as well. Um, things have been good. We're open for in-person learning. We have uh, the majority of our students back here on campus, um, which is really, really nice. Our kids are training. We're on the ice five days a week with formal practices. Three weight room, three days in the weight room with team lifts, and um, we have one optional day on Sundays for the guys. Um, so it's been really, really nice. And guys are getting their development, and you're also getting in-person learning, which we know is a hot commodity in the country right now. Yeah, a lot of people. It's uh, really uh, highly debated throughout the uh, the country as far as schooling. But no, it's good to see you guys had the kids come back, and I know you guys are even offering different options for for different scenarios. So that's great to see. I guess you know, obviously. I, my research, I know Kent goes back a long time uh, as far as when the hockey program started, but I saw on your site, it's 1911. I guess they claim that the hockey program started there. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Back in 1911, there's um, when you drive onto our campus, there's a river you go over. It's called the Housatonic River. Um, Kent's location was in, you know, in part really chose for rowing and ice hockey. Those were the, the two big sports. So they used to play on the river. Uh, it was then made as a man-made pond behind um, it's behind one of our athletic fields. That's where they then used to play. Um, and then they built our rink um, that we have on campus. And it was a little bit piecemeal together. Um, so kind of a fun tidbit with the history of the program is we always take the far bench in our rink, which is a little bit different, I think, for a home team. Um, but that's because you want <clears throat> you wanted to go with the wind two out of three periods. Uh, that's yeah. what I've heard from some alums, which is uh, when it was an outdoor rink, which is pretty funny. Um, but no, definitely is a strong, strong history of hockey. And uh, it's definitely a point of pride for the school. Talk about the, um, it's actually funny you mentioned they wanted to go with the wind because I went to Holderness, right? So we have the, uh, we have the outdoor <laughs> rink and I know kids used to put Vaseline on their ears and stuff. So, um, <laughs> but talk about like Kent, for anyone that doesn't know, obviously it's a name, I think in the hockey community, people recognize, but you know, a little bit more like outside of the hockey, like just quickly about the location, I guess, obviously the academics, there's a high standard there. Um, and, and I guess daily campus, like, well, what could someone expect if they were to come to Kent? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we're located in the Northwest corner of Connecticut. It's about an hour and a half North of New York city. And that's how, if you're flying into an airport, LaGuardia, JFK, about an hour and a half from those airports. Um, and then about an hour 15 from Hartford, um, you know, located right along the Appalachian mountains, um, and actually, the Appalachian Trail goes right through our campus, which is pretty beautiful. Um, it's a place you definitely want to be in the fall and the winter. And, you know, it's just beautiful year round. Um, you know, so I think our location kind of speaks for itself. You know, it's just it's it's one of those places you got to see in person. Um, and that's another great thing from an admission side. We are open for visits as well um, and able to tour families around campus, uh, especially this time of year. It's It's extremely beautiful to be outside. Um, but, you know, as a, as a student athlete at Kent, you know, we, we kind of structure your time for you. You know, the things we want kids learning and taking away from it is, is those time management skills. 
Um, and we really want to, you know, we want to set you up to be a successful athlete in the NCAA. Um, so if there's any student or athlete, you, you know, we're preparing you for, you know, from, you know, about hockey, be a college hockey player, to balance school, having a social life and, you know, obviously pursuing your dream of, of playing division one college hockey. You know, that's what a lot of our guys aspire to do. Um, so kind of in that, you know, the academic day for us begins at 9 a.m. Uh, we have a little bit of a later start to our day. Um, so about 9 to 2.55 is our academic day. Um, and then we'll have about, for the fall, we have about an hour ice slot um, during the day. And then uh, when we get into the season, it'll be an hour and a half ice slot of practice. Um, we'll then kind of, you know, mimic that with uh, film sessions, team lifts, things like that in the afternoon, all in that 3 p.m. to kind of 6 p.m. window is when we're getting that stuff done. Uh, kids then go get dinner and, you know, hang out, have some time for yourself. And part of building in those study habits and time man management that I mentioned is um, we have what's our, our campus-wide study hall from 8 to 10 p.m. It's not like a formal, um, you're locked in a room, like in a classroom, like your standard run-of-the-mill study hall. It's, it's study conditions on the campus. So campus is quiet. You're not blasting music. You can't be in the rink. You can't be in the weight room during that time. Um, it's just a time for you to focus from 8 to 10 p.m. to get your, get your work done. Um, so again, we try and build that in so that hockey doesn't conflict with that school doesn't conflict with that. And you still have time after, a, you know, putting in a good effort, you know, in the classroom and in the rink, to just also be a kid and hang out with your friends, um, which is something that we think is pretty important. Uh, and what a lot of, I think, AAA hockey players are, are missing out on nowadays, you know, with all the driving and the travel, um, you know, so that's something we want to make sure our kids get is that high school experience. Yeah, I think I was, and that just, you kind of at the end there of your point, you hit something I was going to ask you about, but just like efficiency, like I think today hockey's just crazy with the midgets and stuff. People are running around, they're going to the strength and conditioning, they're going to this, the school, the tutor, whatever. Can you talk about how kids maybe, at, you know, at Kent, maybe it's different than other schools, but they're able to like kind of max out, you know, their academics, their social experience, their hockey experience, you know, also, you know, any kind of extracurriculars that you guys offer, it's kind of all in one place and allows for the kids to kind of have a vessel for success. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it's kind of, I look at it as a one-stop shop, you know, where it's all located right here on campus for you, the weight room, the rank, the classroom, your friends, you know, Kent, we're also fortunate that we are 95% boarding. You know, so 95% of our 570 student body lives on campus. You know, in that, that creates a lot of different things. You get to make friends with kids that aren't hockey players. You get to make friends with, you know, kids that you wouldn't ordinarily, like, you know, a kid from Spain, a kid from Germany. Um, we have a cool story of a kid at Kent, um, Bao Pham from Vietnam, never seen hockey in his life, has never missed a game on campus. He's, he's the only one in the rink for warm-ups. That's um, awesome. You know, he's treated as one of the boys and he's, uh, you know, he's become a huge hockey fan of Kent. Um, and, you know, you have experiences like that, that when you're playing crazy midget, midget hockey, traveling all over Timbuktu, you know, you don't meet kids like that. Um, you don't create those friendships. Um, but, you know, at the same time, you know, what we really say is, you know, when you're playing AAA hockey, I, I've seen nowadays, you're, you're sacrificing something. You're sacrificing school, whether it be missing every Friday or, missing a lot of Mondays or, or what have you. You're sacrificing your social life because you're living in a hotel, playing in a tournament every weekend. Um, or if you chose education, you know, at a, you know, at some of these, you know, in playing AAA, you might miss out on hockey. 
So, you know, that's what we think is really great about Kent is, you know, we have guys in the NHL. We are guy drafted in the third round, Alex Ferrier yesterday, you know, and he gets that full high school experience. You know, he had that, you know, getting to hang out with his friends, getting high end hockey and development, you know, at a high level and a second to none education. That's, you know, I think set him up pretty well to be a student athlete at Harvard. Um, so I think that's where it's really nice to have that one-stop shop. Um, it's all right here. And also as parents, you know, they're no longer just a glorified Uber driver, um, taking their kids to all different ranks, different practices, you know, it's a one-stop shop. It's all right here. Yeah. They get to show up and just enjoy the game. Right. And, and exactly. know their son's being taken care of. I think the other thing, like going back to everything's about development when it comes to hockey and I know Ken's yeah. so much more than that, but you know, just touch on like the facilities, like you guys, I mean, I don't think it's sometimes people don't realize how nice the facilities are at these prep schools. Like, you know, your rink, your locker rooms, talk about where the kids work out off the ice, you know, to, to describe that a little bit for us. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, our rink on campus, it's beautiful. You know, it's a, it's an old new England barn. That's definitely the way I love to describe it. We have a wood panel ceiling, uh, kind of a curvature over the, over the roof center hanging scoreboard. And um, uh, our back wall of the rink is complete with thermal glass. So you'll look right down into the valley um, of kind of Kent Falls in that area. And just when you're out on the ice during sunset, it's, it, it's a beautiful place. You feel like you're on a pond in, in, in Minnesota or Alaska or something. Um, it's, it's just breathtaking. And, you know, so we, we do limit our guys in the access to that facility to just an hour or hour and a half, maybe two hours a day. Um, we don't want that, you know, we don't want them killing themselves on the ice. You know, we know if we gave them, Hey, you can be on the ice six hours a day. These kids would take that option. Um, so we do try and limit it and, and do focus on the reps and focus on the development that we're not just skating around trying to score from behind the goal line and kind of mess around on the ice. We think there's a time for that, but um, we want to be diligent and focused with that time on the ice, which we think is you know, really important. Um, so in the fall, what we've been doing right now for development, we've been doing a ton of small area gains, skills. We've been breaking down guys skating. Um, you know, I've been fortunate enough to, to get input from a lot of other coaches and, and people within the hockey world of how to do that kind of skill and skating stuff. Um, and then we're kind of then as we build into November, we'll start putting in our team stuff, working on systems, working on structure um, and ironing out a little bit more of our personnel. Um, you know, so that's kind of our, our on ice development and what we're kind of doing right now. So the phase we're still in is kind of skill development. Like we'll do 15, 20, you know, probably about 15 minutes of either skating or skills every single day. Uh, and then we have two weight rooms on campus, which we think is pretty, pretty exceptional. I mean, we have a weight room that's our varsity, we call it our varsity weight room. Uh, that's where you work with our strength and conditioning coach. Um, you know, you'll be in there as kind of, that's where our team lifts will be. Uh, and then there's also kind of a recreational gym on campus as well. Um, that's open from 8, um, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every single day. So if, you know, we have optional lifts that are on our cards as well, that if guys wanted to get an extra lift in or things like that, we encourage them to go to our, our fitness center and do that. Um, so we have really good access to our facilities and development. And, you know, one thing I think that, you know, kind of going back to the rink is, is really cool. And our rink is packed when we play a game. It's not this, it's not an enormous stadium. I'll be honest in that. It's, you know, a very kind of modest stands, but the stands always feel full. And we think that's something that's pretty special about our community is, you know, you're playing in front of your peers, um, which I think is something that's often overlooked and a ton of fun. But, you know, our, our facilities are second to none. And, you know, obviously laundry's done for the kids every single day. 
towels, locker rooms, your gears not hanging in your room. Every kid's assigned a stall. Um, you know, so we're you're definitely uh, taken care of and pampered here. Fresh towels, things like that as well. Our equipment, yeah. our equipment staff spoils us. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's kind. Of, it's almost like sometimes it's like mini college programs, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of at that. And the other thing too is like everyone's always like, "Oh, my son's got to skate, you know, two or three hours a day." I think a lot of people don't realize like at the college level, um, like obviously they have longer skates in the year. They're doing skill development, but they're not going. But majority of the practice is like they get on the ice, and sometimes it's fifty minutes hard, and they get off. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Uh, I think it's just a matter of what's the purpose behind the the practice. I think moving into like, you know, now we, we've talked about the facilities, practicing development, you know, competitions, a part of that development and you guys playing in the founders league may, you know, a lot of people might not know, they might know the teams you're playing, but maybe describe the competitiveness of that and what kind of exposure that brings. Yeah. You know, the founders league year in, year out, you know, so the way prep hockey does its playoffs is kind of a lot like, um, college football and you know it's it's in college hockey with the RPI the ranking strength of schedule things like that and year in year out Kent and a lot of Founders League schools are Kent specifically we're top five in strength of schedule we play one of the toughest you know if not some years the toughest schedule in prep hockey which we love we wouldn't want it any other way and that's in do you know in part a big part of the uh, Founders League and the strength of the Founders League year in year out of competitive programs and, you know, also the fact that when you have these hundred year old rivalries with schools, it doesn't matter, you know, for us with, with the Hotchkiss, it doesn't matter how good Hotchkiss is in a given year, how good we are in a given year, you know, it's always going to be a bloodbath for that win. Um, it's never an easy game. And I think that's, that's something you, you don't see at the AAA level where you play the same team 50 times and, you know, you win, you win 30, they win 20. It is, you know, you kind of you split it. It's um, year in, year out. It doesn't matter who's on the roster. If this is 20 years ago when Ken's playing Hotchkiss or if it's tomorrow, that's always a game that our guys get up for. And it's, it's going to be a tight one. It's not, no one's going to run away with it. And that strength of league is, is really important to us, whether it be we're having a great year or a down year from an exposure standpoint, college coaches are coming to watch our league. Um, I can say with a lot of confidence that, you know, I at least um, probably 60 colleges will come and see us throughout the year. Um, they may see something they like. They may see something they don't. Um, that's kind of up to our kids to perform. But what we say is there's there's no shortage of exposure in prep hockey. Um, college coaches, pro scouts, USHL guys, they're, they're all in the buildings. They're all watching guys. Um, it's just, you know, you got to perform when you're on that stage. Um, but I, what I do love about the Founders League just kind of in general is it's the only it's the only league I've seen in America or, or maybe anywhere at a high school level where you have quarterbacks going to Clemson, baseball players going to Vanderbilt, and you got hockey players going to BCBU and then, you know, being NHL draft picks. I think just the depth of the league across the board in every sport is is something that just doesn't exist in other parts of the country. Um, you know, like if you're down in, in Texas, you're going to obviously going to have big high school, high school football, high school, um, high school baseball, you know, you go over to Minnesota, they've got amazing hockey. Um, I think it in the founders league, especially it's really amazing to see the athletes we have across the board, um, and that are motivated in every sport, um, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, yeah, I I think you're hit that right on. And I think just, 
just to give us a quick outside of Kent and Hotchkiss, like who, just for people to have some name recognition, what other programs are in the Founders League? Yeah, yeah. The other programs in the Founders League are, um, you know, Avon Old Farms, Trinity Pauling, uh, the Westminster School, Taft, uh, Loomis Chaffee. Uh, I'm trying to think of other hockey ones that I might be forgetting. Um, we also, we have added, you know, to I think even add to our strength of schedule, we've, um, there are two schools that join the Founders League uh, for the hockey season. Um, those schools are Deerfield and uh, Salisbury. So they're affiliate members. Oh, nice. Uh, they're only in some sports, but obviously Salisbury having a strong program year in, year out, as well as Deerfield, you know, that, that doesn't make our, our road to the New England tournament any easier. Um, so obviously very, very strong competition. And then, you know, great schools locally in the area that we play as well. Like, you know, we go to independent games as well. There's uh, there's no layups on our schedule. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, for sure. And I think people that go to a game would realize that. I think the other piece that's exciting for the schedule is I, I talk about all the holiday tournaments and you guys playing in the Avon Old Farms tournament. I mean, you touched on how there's like NHL division one, USHL, obviously that's, that is consistent throughout the whole year, but maybe just touch on, what that event's all about and, and how packed. I and mean, I, you know, I, I went to it every year when I was in Dubuque and it's just it's packed with everybody. Right. Maybe just touch on that. Absolutely. It's, it's, um, you know, when we, when we start our season, we set ourselves out with three goals. We want to win the Avon Christmas classic. We want to win a founders league championship. And we want to win a new England championship and the Avon Christmas classic. It's just an amazing experience. One for our kids and that, you know, we're on winter break. There's no school, there's no homework. They're just focused on hockey. Um, you know, which I think is really neat for kids this age. They don't always get that kind of time. Um, so on, there's that. But on the Thursday of the Avon tournament, when we walk in and, and, you know, this year we played Avon in the 7 p.m. kind of premier time game, the entire stands at Avon were filled. Um, and it wasn't students uh, as they're on break at Avon. It was filled completely with scouts um, <clears throat> and parents, which to us is, is, is a fantastic part of just that atmosphere of you're playing in front of, you know, not only the, for some of our guys, that great NESCAC school they want to go to when Williams is there, but, you know, so is the Boston Bruins and the Florida Panthers. Um, you know, I think that that's, what's also so great about hockey is that, you know, you kind of have these array of kids that are playing, you know, you have these kids with different goals and different passions where some kids could be division one hockey players. If they just, Hey, I got to go bite the bullet, go play juniors for a few years. And then you have the kids that are, I'm going to go to a, a Williams, a Bode, and the Tops and Amherst, go right into school and, you know, really focus on the education. And, you know, those guys aren't bad hockey players. Those are good leagues. You're starting to see D3 guys sign pro deals. Um, <clears throat> but it's those kids are just, you know, I, I, I want to get the education and, and, and the exposure that goes there. It's it's second to none. Um, you know, and, the, and if you win that tournament, like, like I'm going to pump our tires that we did last year. Um <clears throat> the phones start to ring a lot for our guys and our kids and, and us as coaches of, you know, college coaches want winners, you know? So that's, that's something that's pretty impressive to win on that stage. And it does a lot for our guys um, to win there. And we take a lot of pride in, in, in wanting to win that every year, kind of ruin Avon's day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I, I mean, obviously touching on all the exposure and scouting, I mean, I know you guys have had, obviously you mentioned Laferriere, uh, Justin and Drew Daniels, Bunievis, Asieri, like all these guys came to Kent because something, you know, interested them, right? They, they thought this was going to be best for them. I think I'd be interested to hear maybe, in your, again, I know it's your perspective, but 
you know, what maybe differentiates Kent from other prep programs and why these guys, obviously, you know, you mentioned guys go on to the NHL and there's also guys that go on and are great NESCAC players, but, you know, maybe what uh, separates you guys from the other prep programs or what you guys might be doing a little differently, you know? Absolutely. You know, for us, what we think, you know, some of the things we do differently is, you know, it's kind of where Kent sits. There's, you know, in the schools we overlap with academically talking for as, you know, an admissions associate, it's, you know, we overlap with Hotchkiss, Cap, Phillips Exeter, um, you know, Westminster and Loomis, all very, very strong academic schools. Um, but a lot of those schools, their hockey program, you know, it ebbs and flows a little bit more. You know, they're not, uh, you know, those programs are always, you know, they're great coaches, great people, but, you know, the school, they're not a, a Salisbury and Avon, a Gunnery who year in, year out, you know, want to compete to be the best teams in New England. And, you know, if you look at our, you know, applications and where they come in, you know, that we have kids that, you know, as a school that are deciding between some great other academic institutions between us and Kent and as hockey players, they're often also looking at Salisbury, Avon, Gunnery, um, which to us says and hopefully shows that we're the best of both worlds. Um, you're not having to sacrifice that high-end education, that, that second to none education, and while at the same time getting high-end hockey. Um, so we think that that's really important is that we have that balance um, and we think our, 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 some of our recent college matriculations definitely showing of, you know, guys like, you know, LaFerriere going to, going to Harvard, uh, Aiden Cobb, our captain last year committed to Cornell, uh, Michael Posma, who's out in the USHL, he's going to, to Boston college. You know, these guys aren't going to, um, you know, we're preparing them not only to go to great hockey schools and all three of those programs are, you know, top 10 programs in the country, but they're also some pretty good academic institutions. So those guys aren't just going there to be hockey players. Uh, they're going there to, to take advantage of the, the education. And that's the philosophy we instill. Um, and, and I think that that works for some families and that's what those families want. Like that's what I vividly remember talking with, you know, Rob LaFerriere, uh, Alex's father in depth about that. And, you know, that, that I think is what, you know, was the big differentiator and, you know, also us as coaches, we're out there a lot. I, I, we're out in a lot of different rings. We're watching our guys. We're, you know, really doing our homework on who we want to bring into this program. And, you know, we're talking very candidly with them about what we think, you know, their future looks like, um, you know, and what we think they can do for us at Kent and, and what we can do for them. Um, we absolutely believe it's a partnership um, and it, you know, it takes trust on both sides. Um, so we think that those, those interpersonal relationships we connect with kids is, is what in the end we think really helps them want to go to Kent. I live in a dorm. So if you have a tough day or, you know, you just need someone to talk to, we hope that uh, through that process, you feel comfortable reaching out to us as coaches or calling us as coaches, as parents, you know, to go check in on, you know, Timmy, he had a tough day. Can you just see what's going on? Um, we think that that's a really important part of our recruiting process is, you know, at the end of the day, you got to trust someone with your kid. And that's the big part of this boarding school search. Yeah, I think the results obviously speak for themselves with how many guys have went on to all different levels, like you said, from NHL to, to Division Three. And I think to kind of bring it full circle, you know, we, we learned about the community, the school, the hockey program, you know, maybe, you know, obviously you got to have talented players and have them come to the school. I mean, where, where are you guys, uh, you know, pulling players from? How does that recruiting process look? Obviously, whatever you can tell us. Um, yeah. And I guess, too, how can someone get on Kent's radar? Yeah, you know, it's 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 kind of one of twofold. You know, we don't have the the resources of uh, you know just how to get on our radar to kind of address that first. 
just send us an email, you know, send myself an email, send Dale Reinhardt, our head coach, an email. Um, we'll always look into you if you send us an email. We'll find a time to try and see you play unless you're, you're out in Alaska or maybe Western Canada. <laughs> um, usually we do a pretty good job of getting out to see everybody um, and getting eyes on them. So that, that for us is the first pill. Just send us an email. We're definitely going to respond to you. Uh, you're not someone we just kind of throw in the, in the trash or uh, you know, of, uh, of our email. So that's one, how to get on our radar. But two, where our kids come from, it's a little bit all over. Um, you know, Dale Reinhardt's been, you know, incredibly well connected in the Atlantic district of the United States, you know, kind of within that New Jersey, New York, AYHL area. And that's where we've gotten, you know, a lot of really, really good players, like off of some of those North Jersey avalanche teams. Um, you know, we kind of love that, you know, they, they do a really good job of consolidating great players that, uh, are in the area and we can go after, <laughs> um, yeah. so they do a great job for, um, you know, we're fortunate to, to have some guys advance up to our team from that, which is great. Um, but also in that, you know, we got kids from all over. Right now we've got, you know, a few kids that played for the Chicago Mission, a kid from Florida, a kid from London, Ontario, you know, a kid from North Carolina. Um, a lot of it is, you know, I, I, I also run a summer program, the All-American Prospects, and in doing that, I'm in ranks a lot in the summer. Um, and, you know, I'm also, you know, talking with a lot of different families. And in that, you kind of get the question of, you know, you just drop in whenever, whoever you're talking to, of, hey, have you ever thought about prep school? Do you know anything about it? And, um, you know, it leads to some pretty good segues and, and opening up some opportunities for kids that they never knew existed. Um, you know, a good example of, uh, you know, I think one of our top guys we're going to have this year is, you know, Cole Watson. He's, uh, he's a junior for us, 2003. He was a Sudbury Wolves draft pick in the OHL. Um, you know, from London, Ontario, born and raised, played, you know, one summer for me in Boston when he was a Bantam and uh, kind of came full circle. His father called me two years ago. I was like, you work at this prep school thing, you know, can you tell us a little bit more about it? And, you know, I, I think a place like Kent not only has put Cole on a very different hockey path, you know, he always thought he'd go to the OHL. He's now got a lot of considerable division one interest and, but a place like Kent is going to change the trajectory of Cole's life. Um, which is something we think is amazing. And, you know, we love as coaches as, you know, the education and foundation that Cole's going to get here and what he's going to be able to do life after hockey is vastly different than what he'd be able to do if he just played in the OHL. And while the OHL is an absolutely amazing league, um, you know, for us, we, we want to set kids up for life after hockey. Um, so that's kind of, you know, that's what we look for um, is the kids and the families that, that see the value and the balance of hockey and education. If, if Cole was someone who was seriously considering the OHL and was between signing with Kent and signing with Sudbury, I don't think Kent would have been the right fit for him. Um, but throughout that pro or kind of recruiting process with him, he was like, I'm going to the NCAA. I want to play NCAA hockey. Um, so that, that's kind of the process. And it, it's a lot of, uh, you know, myself in ranks, just kind of watching guys so you can get on a radar and trying to get contact info. Um, yeah, I think, I think you hit on two. One thing is like, you need, you want kids that want to be there, right? Yeah, you know? absolutely. Cause it, it is a big commitment, right? Like you're asking mm -hmm. them, I think what always gets lost. And I think you guys probably do a good job is on campus is hockey is obviously it's a, it's a big part of the kids' lives, but it is, it's not the biggest part of their uh, experience. I can't, right. You oh. know, as far as that, you guys are school, you got, do they, you know, different sports and different responsibilities and all that stuff too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We, you know, I, I think something that I really enjoy is a lot of our guys do play a second varsity sport at Kent. Um, you know, some whether that be football or soccer in the fall, which you don't see much of much of anymore. 
um, but a lot in the spring, whether it be with our lacrosse program, our baseball team, our rowing team, uh, tennis, golf. We've got some actually amazing golfers on our team, which is fun. Um, but we encourage guys to do stuff like that. Get out of your comfort zone. Uh, go try something new. And we also do that and you know, kind of force the kids to do it. But we do take our ice out in April and May. Um, so after our season, our kids go on spring break, which is typically three weeks long. Um, they return the last week of March, first week in April, uh, and they get out the first week of June. So we take the ice out in April, May. We say, guys, if you really want to get better as a hockey player, this is when you crush the weight room. Um, if that's what you want to do and, and that's what you're committed to, we'd like you to play another sport, whether that be golf, you know, whatever. Um, but if you want to get better as a hockey player, that's what you want to focus on. You just got to lift everything in sight. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And I think, you know, obviously you walked us through a lot of the school, the community, the hockey program, which obviously is a great place for kids uh, looking at prep school. I think to kind of bring this to a conclusion, obviously you working in the admissions office, you're, you're meeting all kinds of parents and players and, and obviously different even guys outside of hockey. But I think it'd be interested to hear your perspective, right? There's kids that today in the hockey world, there's a million different options, right? Mm -hmm. um, especially within prep school too. I mean, uh, competitive prep school hockey programs, there's, there's uh, quite a few today. Yeah. What kind of advice would you have for a player or person and their parents that are going through the process, right? Regardless of Kent, just the prep school process in general, you know, what, what, what would be some advice you'd give as, a, as an admissions officer? Uh, absolutely. The, the, the advice I always give to any family that visits campus and, and tours or interviews or I talk over the phone is you, you got to see it in person. You got to step on that campus for yourself. Um, you've got to be there. You've got to see the kids interacting, you know, watching them walk from one class to another, or seeing the kids sitting in the dining hall, um, kind of going through it with that lens of can I see myself as a prospective family, you know, as a prospective student, can I see myself being friends with these kids? You know, as, as a hockey player, can I see myself fitting in with this team? Can I see myself, you know, being friends with these guys? Because you're going to create, you know, that's at all these prep schools, you know, they're all great at school. They're all great at hockey. They all have something. But what you remembered in 30 years from is the relationships, you have, the jokes that were made in the locker room, the, the, you know, messing around in the dorm, the time, you know, you guys had a spike ball tournament on, on the football turf. You know, that, that's the stuff guys remember year in, year out, you know, less so than who had the nicest facility, who had the best looking dorms. Um, you know, it really comes down to the people. Um, and, and that's my two cents. It's any family visiting when you're meeting with a coach. It, it shouldn't just be, I really want this coach to like me. I hope this coach will take me. You know, you guys should also, as a family, judge with that lens as well. Is this someone I want my son or, or daughter playing for? Is this... Is this someone I trust with my kid? Kind of going back to a little earlier what I said. And um, those, I think, are the really important things. It's when you step on a campus and you're walking around, you get this feeling. Um, you get back in the car after the visit. Mom or dad goes, so what would you think? That's the feeling you're going back to when you have to make a decision in March or April of where to go. Um, so that's my biggest advice is, you know, I know it's a little tougher with COVID, but campuses that are open, go see them, go visit them, and see if you get that feeling. And it's okay if you don't. We're understanding if you don't get that feeling at Kent, then it's not a right fit. But you might get that feeling somewhere else, and you don't know if you're going to have it unless you go there, unless you get up and uh, go visit campus.
Yeah, I think that's great advice. I always tell people like, you know, you're going to know where you want to be when you step on a campus or visit a team. So exactly. I think that's, that's really crucial too. I mean, like I said, you're, you're spending more than, you know, maybe two or three for some kids, four years somewhere. And, it, and there's some sort of a financial commitment. You're going to want to yeah. know that you want to be there. So you don't have to do this again. Right. So. Absolutely. Um, you know, we try and make it again, one stop and, and, you know, from, you know, kind of alluding to the, um, you know, a couple of years here, what we see as our goal and, and what we have in our rank kind of is you want to be immortalized in our program. It's you play college hockey. We have a, um, a tunnel that kind of leads from our locker room out to the, out to the ice. And in that it's kind of, it, it's riddled with pictures that again, shows the history of the program. Um, you know, guys that have gone on from Kent to go play college hockey to us, that is making it. Um, that is our goal is in our time at Kent and your time at Kent as a player, to help you get that college logo next to your name. The juniors, the, you know, all of that other stuff will sort itself out if you find the right school for you. Um, and that's what we see as our goal. Um, and our job as coaches is to help you achieve that goal, obviously within being realistic. Um, you know, not everyone's gonna be able to play at BCBU, North Dakota, Michigan. Um, but for us, that's something we think is is really important is helping to find that drive and help guys reach college hockey. And that's, that's how you get immortalized in our program. Um, and then the rest just takes care of itself. Yeah. I think too, you know, obviously you guys helping kids at different, you know, whatever's best for them, if that's mm -hmm. NESCAC or North Dakota or Michigan, but I think knowing that the confidence is there is whatever their potential is going to max out at is, is Kent has the ability to help kids take that step. Right. And, and go Absolutely. to junior. Yeah. I think you guys have, obviously done a great job there. It's a great school. It's a great location. And uh, I really appreciate you coming on with, uh, you know, telling us all about Kent and what the hockey program is all about. So like I said, if anybody wants to get in touch with you, what's the best way to, to reach out? Yeah. Best way to probably reach out to me is definitely by my email. Um, you can either find it by going to the Kent admissions page and finding my name, Jake Bennett underneath there uh, of kent-school.edu, or you can just send me an email, which is Bennett, B-E-N-N-E-T-T-J-O, at kent-school.edu. Um, it's J-O, as in, you know, my first name is actually Jonathan, but I've always gone by Jake. Um, so you pop up, you definitely found the right guy. Um, but yeah, that's the best way to get in touch with us. Reach out about Kent and our, our hockey program. Um, we're open for visits as well. So if that's something you're interested in too, I'm the guy to go through. Uh, we'd love to have families on campus um, and show them what we're all about. Well, I really appreciate you coming on, Jake, and I wish you guys the best of luck this year. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. It was fun, and uh, it's great talking about Kent and uh, a little bit of hockey. This has been another episode of the Paragon Sports Consulting Podcast. Thanks again for everybody for listening. Please follow us on social media at Paragon Athlete, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and our website, paragonsportsconsulting.com. Looking forward to having everybody listen again next week and be safe. We'll talk soon.